Hey, Rich. Hey, Michael. And hello to everyone out there. This is Bit Punch Radio, episode 007. Uh, what are we talking about tonight? We're going to discuss uh, The Mandalorian. Kind of talk about what we've been playing, uh, what we've been up to. We missed last week. Sorry about that, everyone. Um, just life kind of got in the way a little bit. And we don't plan on missing many weeks of this, maybe around the holidays and stuff. But uh, yeah, just... Last week was kind of an anomaly, but we're back at it this week. We've got a lot to discuss. Rich, what have you been up to? Uh, playing some new games. Uh, this is the launch week for the new video game consoles, of which I have neither, um, because the internet is so great at letting you buy things. <laughs> um, but I did actually, I wanted to talk about a game um, that I think you would like. Okay. And I think, more importantly, your son would like. Um, oh. It's called Deep Rock Galactic. It's on Games Pass. All right. And it's basically... It's kind of hard to describe. It's, it's about a bunch of little, like, dwarf guys. And you basically um, go down into, like, these very Minecraft-y, like, caves. And you dig for, um, like, precious metals... Um, real similar to Minecraft, but a little better, like, visual fidelity. Um, still, I think it's actually maybe voxel-based, even. Um, you kind of mine them, but then you have, like, a gun. And because, like, the uh, all these caves are full of, like, crazy spiders and, like, enemies. And so each dwarf has, there's, like, different classes of dwarf. Like, there's an engineer, like, an assault guy, like your typical video game classes. Like, the engineer mm-hmm. guy has a couple turrets, and he can, like, make... Um, he has a gun that shoots like platforms that you can use to like crawl up the, up the cave walls to get to certain metals. And like each time you go down into like this asteroid or this planet that you're digging in, you have certain objectives that you have to hit and you can only hold like so much metal at once, like on your body. So you have this like crazy, like, um, robot mine cart that follows you around and you dump your stuff into, into him. And then when you're like ready to extract you have to make it back to like this extraction point and it's on a timer. And like, mm. usually when that happens, like a, a lot of the enemies show up and you're like fighting them off. It's, it's a really cool little loop. Um, and there's a lot of, uh, there's like a lot of depth there. Uh, the, the world, the, the little hub that you start in is really dense. There's a lot going on in there. It's just a really cool little game. You should, if, if you like, if you like Minecraft, if you like Astroneer, um, and you like, you know, kind of shooting games. It's first person. Um, you should you should you should check it out. Def- definitely check out like a like a quick look or a, a video of it or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a it's a super fun little game and it's on Game Pass. So um, yeah, I, I think you would like it quite a bit. So my kids have been playing Minecraft and they've actually just recently switched to um, survival. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they've been 
we've played Minecraft quite a bit, and we I have a server, and we played it on the server, but they would more so like keep to the house. And, you know, my wife and I, we would go down in the caves and dig and get lost and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just out of the blue, you know, they've been playing the survival mode and it's been really fun to see them work together and figure this, you know, figure things out. And they've built a house in the cave because they couldn't build a house quick enough outside of the cave. So they just start building directly in the cave, which I thought was was pretty cool. Um but like so deep rock galactic does it have is there a narrative to it or is it more just you do what you want like minecraft style well it's it's sort of run based so you like pick a mission and then you like run that mission oh okay. so you, you kind of have this little hub world where you're where like your drill thing is that you ride down into this planet um it's it's just you know it's where you upgrade all your stuff and uh purchase you know cosmetics and things like that but and then you go like do a mission hmm. but it has co-op you can do up to four people i just that's what i was just googling <laughs> to yeah, see no, it's if, super fun. i want to know if it's got couch co-op um i don't know but i i want to try playing it with you because i think you'd like it for sure um but if it that, does have coach co-op i think your son would like it because it has shooting and like the minecrafty kind of stuff and it's just it's just kind of sad that the whole couch co-op thing is going away because you know now the, I'm at a point where I my kids are old enough that we could play couch co-op games. Right. These games are getting to a point to where it, they look so good that the console doesn't have the horsepower to support you know running two different versions of it essentially. So you just got to buy two consoles. You know what? <laughs> so. Uh, not to, not to change subjects, but I I bought a TV recently and I bought a, um, I'm hijacking your section. Sorry. I bought a Vizio P series TV. Uh, it's, um, getting, you know, you talked me into not buying, not settling for a 60 Hertz TV. So I went ahead and bought a 120 Hertz TV. They had it on sale at Sam's club. It was actually a pricing error. And so when I took it up to ring, uh, to, uh, check out, it was ringing up the wrong price, but, I took a picture of the thing and I was like, Hey, this is literally what it says. And it was $200 cheaper than what they were actually trying to sell it for. So I lucked out there. Yeah. I lucked out for sure. So now, uh, we have this extra TV and we're trying to figure out what to do with it. And you know, there's a part of me that wants to keep it and let the kids have it. But I have two kids in two different bedrooms. So now there's like this, little internal battle that we're having and so then it's like well what if i get an xbox like i'll have a i'll have an extra xbox here so what yeah. are we going to do with that yeah and so it's just funny like you know i could sell it or i could give it to the kids and then that would solve all of our problems rich but yes yes get that second game pass account and <laughs> just go nuts now you're thinking now you're thinking yeah, I'll I'll definitely want to check this out. You know, I keep an eye on those new releases, and I've seen this. Uh, I haven't heard you've. This is the most I've, I've heard anybody talk about it. Um, I would not have imagined it was like a Minecraft runner type game. But I, I want to say Vinny did a quick look for it on Jibom. Okay, so yeah. you should check that out. If I'll I'll, yes. I'll look that up because I know you like Vinny. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, um, Coffee Stain Studios made this game 
and their game that they worked on before was Goat Simulator. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Yeah. They've done the Sanctum games. I've never played uh, either of those. But yeah, it looks like their latest game before was Goat Simulator. Does it got any Goat Simulator vibes to it? I never played that game. Okay. <laughs> All I know is when you get on the drill, it's, it's basically like a spaceship looking thing uh-huh. um, to go down into the into the asteroid or planet that you're going into. There's fuzzy dice in there and you can hit a button and push the fuzzy dice around. Mm. It's, it's that kind of game where there's like all okay. that little stuff that you can kind of right. interact with and like you can kick barrels around. There's like a barrel kicking mini game in there, like in the, in the hub world. It's, it's that kind of game. Like, okay. Yeah. Hmm. You, you should check it out. You should download yeah. it. And check it out. Definitely. Hey, I mean, it's just my time, right? Yeah. Yeah. You got plenty yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah. Nothing else going on. Um, okay. So the other game that I've been playing is, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which just released what Tuesday? I think it was Mm -hmm. Tuesday. That's when the Xbox, uh, new Xbox consoles launched. I think that launched alongside those. Um, so now you played Odyssey, correct? Somewhat. Somewhat. I probably put, um... I'll say a dozen hours into it. Okay, okay. Enough to kind of know what that game's like. Yeah. Um, so I, I played Origins, which is the game before that, which was set in mm-hmm. kind of ancient Egypt. Odyssey is set in Greece, like the Roman and, Empire. And I've recently played Syndicate and oh, could okay. not, I could not get into it. <laughs> it just, I, I don't know if it was just because it's that, old school style i'd say old school sorry it's like three years old four years old maybe but um you know they've just made so many improvements like going back it just was not for me i just did not care for it the the combat in that game just never clicked (laughs) but i think it was actually because it was just so easy it just i just felt like i was just kind of mashing through the combat and the story Mm -hmm. was fine but it didn't uh i'm not gonna stick with that game yeah, yeah, yeah. So Valhalla is very much um, of the Odyssey and Origins uh, sort of gameplay style. Um, it you know it's obviously open world. It mm-hmm. uh, controls a lot like those games, uh, those those two games. Um, you know, there's there's not it doesn't it seems like they backed off on the whole loot aspect aspect um, a little bit. There's there's other weapons you can pick up, but you kind of upgrade the weapons you find. Which you could do in Origins and, and Odyssey, but I feel like definitely Origins there was it was like super loot heavy, like you were picking up new weapons and uh, armor and stuff all the time, and it, it was like uh, I was following like the Diablo, you know, orange, blue, white, oh, green okay. kind of thing, like full on loot. Um, I haven't seen. I think that's in this game, but it doesn't seem like it's as prevalent, um, which is kind of nice, honestly. But it it definitely is an evolution of those two of those two games. Um, it's super pretty. I wish I had a new console and a new TV to run it on, mm-hmm. because I made the mistake of watching one of those uh, 4K YouTube videos of it running on a new console next to the old console, and then I got real sad and shut it off because mm. um, it looks super smooth on the Series X and probably even the PS5. Um, compared to what I'm seeing on my Xbox One S. S. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> um, it still looks good though. It runs. It runs okay. There's some screen tearing here and there, but it's 
it's a big game. Um, so far, the part that surprised me a little bit is the story. I'm kind of into it. Um, it's obviously Vikings with it being a Val- you know, Valhalla. I mm-hmm. think it's 9th century, so it's like 800s, like late 800s. Um, and it's sort of at the point of time where the Vikings are leaving Norway for you know other settlements. So this one specifically is kind of focused on England. And it's doing the whole Assassin's Creed thing where it's kind of playing around with, like, real-world fiction, you know. Um, But also leaning into, like, kind of the mythical kind of god uh, Norse mythology stuff that Vikings, you know, are are obviously into. And that Origins was, like, very into some of that mythical, like, ancient Egypt Egypt stuff. Um, So it's definitely leaning pretty hard in on that, which which is pretty cool. But I'm, I'm liking all the characters. I'm liking kind of where the story's going. It's it's pretty interesting. Um, getting some pretty pretty good Witcher vibes so far. Wow! Um, it seems like the most Witcher one of those they've made yet. Um, wow! So I, I just I've heard got it's got the, good side quests. Yeah, yeah. I've already ran across a couple of like <laughs> a couple of pretty dumb side quests. <laughs> um, like dumb in a good way. Like, oh, well, that's that's kind of funny. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm only about four hours in. It came out on Tuesday. Um, I kind of beeline to the part of it where you get to England and you kind of make your own settlement. That's a big part of the game. Is is you're kind of running and upgrading the settlement uh, that you have in England, uh, which is England's a whole separate map from Norway. So you can kind of bounce, but you can't bounce between the two. Um, so I need to go back to Norway and kind of complete some stuff I left there. But uh, it's it's pretty good. Super brutal. The the combat's really brutal, um, which kind of you know comes with the Viking story, I guess. Right. Lots of battle axes. Lots of drinking and hooting and hollering and blowing on horns and all that stuff. But it's 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 pretty interesting. Um, so so what about the uh, animus? Does it show up at all? Yes. So so at this point where I'm at now, um, I have had like one um, modern day uh, section. Um, it still focuses on Layla, I think is her name. She was introduced in Origins. And okay. I think obviously she was in Odyssey. So it's kind of continuing her story. Um, oh. I actually Googled kind of that story up until this point. So I could kind of get caught up since I didn't finish Odyssey. Um so yeah, it, it is still doing that. Like she, like you popped out of you know the Viking Age into modern age and do some things and read some emails on the computer, and you know walked around this little area where they're at. Um, some of the same characters like from the early games are still in that modern day portion, which I don't think I was initially aware of. So that's kind of interesting. Um, See, I I just lost the thread around four when they you basically were at Ubisoft. <laughs> yeah, that yeah that that's when they basically I, I think that's when they sort of threw in the towel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because it after three, it, yeah yeah after three yeah. three was so poorly received uh, because of how they kind of wrapped that portion up with Desmond, and and yeah the the fourth one is basically breaking the fourth wall and making fun of the the game. Right. Like, and then, you know, with origins, they kind of started over. Um, it's, it's just a strange thing that they've hung on to that. Like the game doesn't 
really need it. But it's still there. Because I, I can't really tell you anything about the modern day stuff. And, you know, like you said, you had to I had to Google it just to, to get up. I know you didn't finish it, but it just seems like it's just such a second thought to the actual game. It just it's weird see, that they still hang on to that. I, I tend to agree. But like those first two or three games, like one, two and Brotherhood, like I felt like the modern day stuff was kind of interesting because it felt like, no, it, it, was was. like it was like going somewhere. Like I feel like right. if, if it's if they do it and they do it like something interesting with it, like it could go somewhere and do something. Two kind of left you on that cliffhanger where you were getting chased out of the building. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's I that stuff was interesting. But then I I couldn't tell you anything about Odyssey, the 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 modern day stuff in Odyssey. It just yeah. seemed like it was they were, you know, set me up on the machine and and then I was Cassandra for a dozen hours or something. It didn't really jump back and forth a lot. So, yeah. 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 I mean it and yeah. I don't know how much of that's going to be in this game. I'm interested to see what they do with it. Um, yeah. I'm 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 liking what I'm playing of the Viking part of it quite a bit. Um um, I'm, yeah, hopefully more to report uh, next week. So if you're mm. if you're wondering about that game and you haven't bought that game, and you've you've played any of the others, that's yeah, it's definitely building off of the Odyssey and Origins kind of. Um, I'm of, interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah in this game for sure. I'm looking for a game like this, something like an open world game that I could spend some time in. Uh, um, yeah, you can spend some time in it. <laughs> right, yeah. See, and that's that's the problem, because with um, Cyberpunk coming out in three weeks, it's just, I don't know if I would finish it or not. But I have a way that I could play it for a while and really not spend a lot of money. And uh, that is through Amazon. Um, so I've got the invite to Luna and, um, I think I have seven days of it for free. And then afterwards it's going to charge me. It's like an introductory price of like $6. So we talked about Amazon Luna on a previous show and it's the, uh, Stadia or game pass ultimate, the X cloud stuff of, uh, that Amazon is, is working on. And so, uh, I signed up for the like private beta and I got, I got my invite today. I was checking Twitter to see if they just open it up for everybody. And it doesn't seem like that's the case. I've seen some other people reporting that they got theirs. And, and so I, I checked their official Twitter, their, their official Twitter. And they said, uh, second round is out. You know, we're still working on this. Um, but they've partnered with Ubisoft Yeah. and Valhalla is on there. Hmm. Now I would have to pay for Ubisoft plus, but that is $15. So it would be a pretty small barrier if I wanted to try that game out. Plus I, I kind of want to throw something hard at Luna. You know, I, I did load up control today and, and just kind of ran around in that first area. Uh, and it seemed really solid. Uh, I don't really want to talk about it too much this week. Cause I just got the invite today. Uh, but where I want to hear more about Valhalla, I'll definitely be talking about Luna next week. Um, yeah, I've, might, I've contemplated might buying get. it for uh, Stadia. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like do they, it. is it the same thing where you have to get the, oh, on Stadia, you buy games, don't you? Yeah, buy, buy. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's insane. Yeah, see, Amazon's not like that. Amazon is adopting the uh, channels. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. Where 
yeah, you just pay a lump sum. They just kind of give you what you they give you. Um, but they they did partner up with Ubisoft, but that's um, that's an extra extra fee on top of that. Um, I you know I there's there's still that piece of me that is like I would like to get achievements for the game, but I don't pay attention to that stuff enough. Like I still I play games on Steam. I play on uh, you know the Switch. I play right. Uh, yeah, so I'm just kind of all over the place, but it makes me want to get it because at some point I will have a Series X and I'll be able to play it real nice on that TV. Uh, Luna says they're going to do 4K streaming at some point, but that is uh, the future that is down the road at some point. No oh, it's not that. 4K right now? Nope. Ooh, see, that's why I want to get, that's why I want to test it on uh, Stadia because it can do 4K. So you had to ha- you have to have that special Chromecast for that, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So see, I um, I don't they they can it can play through browsers, so it can actually play on an iPad. They're getting around, you know, those uh, that crazy uh, Apple restriction by going just straight through the browser, and it shows you can play through a Fire TV. But I'd have to have a um, a Luna controller to get that to sync up because I'm just playing with like an Xbox controller, so. Yeah, yeah, I'm going back and forth on if I really want to spend some money on that or not. But it would be a small barrier to, to at least try out Valhalla, and then I would know if I think I'd stick with it or if I would just switch over to Cyberpunk whenever that comes out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, anything else? Looks like you got no. Halo on here. Yeah, I have Halo on here. I always play Halo. Okay. That game is the worst game and the best game all, all the time. Yeah. Um, uh, Halo 4? That's coming soon? To what? PC, I think. Oh, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's already yeah, on uh, Xbox uh, Master Chief Collection. I feel like I've seen a news article posted about that. Maybe it wasn't on... Or maybe it's like a Steam thing where it's on Steam or something finally. I don't know. But uh, I picked up Hades. Yeah? Picked it up on Steam. Fucking love that game. That's good. My gosh, it's a good one. Um, I love that run based, uh, making it to the second boss pretty regularly. Um, that game is just fantastic. It's, that might be one of my favorite games I've played this year. The dialogue, you know, when, when, uh, you fail a run and just going through talking to people, um, you know, it really feels like a living world where they will you know, if uh, the first boss, her name is Meg. You know, if Meg beats me, I'll come out of the blood, which, um, you know, it's where you kind of get resurrected at. And, and uh, you know, he's just like, ah, oh, that damn Meg. And you'll go and start talking to people and they're, they'll bring up, you know, the fact that Meg finished you off or whatever. And yeah. it's, it's, it, that stuff's really cool. And then I'll meet Meg at the bar. So the, the you have this little open world that you always return to. And there's a lot you can do there. You can upgrade your characters. You can kind of establish relationships with, with other people that are in the game. But the, the boss that you fight, the first boss that you come across, she's always there. And the conversations that you have with this person that you've just tried to murder, or maybe she murdered you, it's just really interesting and funny and you know it's got it's it's got you know its own sense of humor to it but the 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 game itself is just it's really good plays really really good it looks great um 
it's just that loop that I really enjoy in games. It's it's been fun. Yeah, uh, I need I to get back to it. it. I got to get a freaking yeah. Joy-Con. Yeah, I bought it on Steam just because I've got those new monitors. So I wanted to try out a couple games on it, but yeah, it's fun. I'll I'll probably stick with it. Uh, there's like this challenge I think where if you want the to know all the endings, you have to beat it ten times. I don't see myself doing that, but I would like to finish that game. Um, is it's it's challenging. Did you how how far did you make it? I think I made it past the second boss. Okay. I don't think I made it past the third boss. Okay. Yeah. I'm getting to the second boss, so I'm having a little tough time with him, but I'm still upgrading things, so. Uh, I'm still playing Age of Empires. I'll load up, you know, a, a round or two of that in between podcasts and um, still battling through Rage. Um, Rich, I am super okay so the Baldur's Gate 3 uh the uh not alpha the beta came out or it's like the first section of the game yep and super interested in that it's like okay I, I'm gonna give this a shot and I uh changed my mind because it's a full price game right now it's only the first section and they're, they can't confirm if your save is going to transfer or not. And watching videos of people play this, it is super buggy. It's, oh, yeah. It's pretty hard. It's pretty buggy. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to hold off on this. I'll let them spend their year on it, and then I'll pick it up. So you and I, we played Divinity for a bit not not too long uh maybe a, we played it for like two or three hours uh so i play i have a a, a group of friends that i play board games with and, and we've been looking to play a game together so i was just suggested divinity at first i I said Baldur's gate but then i told them let's hold off on that and i am super into divinity i understand really? it now i totally get what you know the the loop of this game and what they're expecting of you and it is it's fantastic really dude we tried to play that game and i remember i remember us playing it and it was just so like hard to penetrate like the systems and like we were dying all the time yeah i remember running around that town for like an hour trying to find like where the quest was yep like it was just like we are not equipped to do this like, we were not no uh, so now like you telling me that you've like had this epiphany yeah i kind of want to go back okay i want to go back okay <laughs> okay rich so i will say uh i could play this game over and over it the way that you approach these missions or these quests or whatever they can play out so many different ways that playing through this game again, I almost want to play it by myself. So I'm playing with uh, two other friends and I, they, they like, I can see them on discord right now. They're playing it. They're playing their own solo mission of it because it's, it's once you understand those systems and, you understand how to approach a battle. It is so 
so satisfying when I you... am like in complete and total like disbelief right now. So we <laughs> we're off the island. We are like well beyond the island. Like what I've... happened that you had this like epiphany? Like that game okay, was like okay. impenetrable, and now you're telling me it's like this great thing, which we had heard it, is why we wanted to play it. But like, it what is, the hell happened? It is one of, it could be one of my favorite games I've ever played. It, Shut it, up. I'm not we kidding. We couldn't even make it through the first like three missions. The, the problem with this game is because you and I missed a couple of key items, we couldn't do anything. So, okay, here's, here's a, a quick, I have started this game probably five times and I've played it with some other friends. I've played it with, I've tried it with you. I've tried it solo. I just could not figure it out. So with this group, they've never played a game like this either. It was just us. We just kind of barreled through it, but there are a couple key items that you can find at the beginning of the game that if you miss, I don't see how you can play this game. One of them is the fact that you can carry a bed with you. I had no idea. So when you and I played it, if we got hurt and we didn't have any potions, we were just fucked. We couldn't do anything. Yeah. But now my entire party has a bedroll that after every fight, we just sleep in a bed real quick. And we're back to full health and our full um, magic armor and our um, strength armor. Oh boy. So when you approach a fight in this game, you can't just run into enemies. Every, every encounter is you have to strategize. So I am a cleric and I am turning into a tank. That's a healer. We have a ranger, we have a summoner, and then we have like a, not, he's not a battle mage. I think he's just a generic fighter. He's our dwarf. Um, his name's Beast, and he's awesome. And we will okay. So we will strategize where the uh, the archer is up on a cliff, and he's just like rain and fury down on people. And Beast and I will go and steamroll people, and then the summoner is just planting all these totems around the fight. So it's it's turn based. And so is Baldur's Gate 3. Um, the, the, the combat actually is very, very similar to that game. Now, there's, there's way too much to try to explain here. So if, if anyone has any interest in this series, uh, watch. There are some 40-minute videos that I've watched <laughs> to try to understand this. And I highly recommend you spend some time to learn it before you try to go into it because the learning curve is super steep. But once you get over that, there is a, there is such a satisfying game there. And I want to play the first one. So they redid the first game. It's the enhanced edition. I think you bought it for me. Like we both have it. Yeah. And it, the, it plays just like the second one. I mean, even the menus look damn near identical. And if you look at reviews, everyone just like, this is one of the greatest games of all time. It came out in 2014, I think, or 2015. It is just a co-op game. So I'm playing Divinity. You can do four people with Divinity, the second one. But the first one is only a co-op game. 
if you have any interest, I would love to play it. No, we, I, we have been, pl- I've, I, Rich, I may have put 20 hours into Divinity in the past two weeks. Holy cow. That's a lot for me. We are just spending a lot of time in this game and it is, it is so fun. Okay. We're but, gonna, we're but that barrier, I'm sorry. I said, we're gonna have to give this another try. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm like, it's, I'm, it, I'm totally like, I don't, I'm at a loss for words because yeah. we, we tried pretty hard I know. to get into that game and it was just like, man, I've I, tried with the group I'm playing with and we gave up. We were just like, we were, um, we had a character that was Fane, who is an undead person. You can't heal an undead. It, it poisons them. And we were just like, what the fuck? Why, <laughs> what do we do with this character? This shitty ass character. We can't heal it. So then you're literally throwing poison bombs at it and that heals it. Oh boy. And then, um, she died and we didn't have any resurrection scrolls. So there was just this body floating around us forever. And we had we did not have enough money to buy more resurrection scrolls, nor could we find a vendor to sell them. There was just, I, I almost think we just got lucky on this run where we found the right tools. We, we had a couple good combat scenarios and we just knew what to do from there. But I... I don't understand everything about the game. There's still the whole crafting piece that I don't quite understand. Um, it's it's not the easiest thing to know what you need. Um, there's a menu that'll kind of like highlight some stuff, but it's a game where you literally just pick up everything. Anything you can grab, just grab it. Because you have four peoples of inventory that you can fill up. Right. And then managing that stuff isn't really the easiest, but um, there's a fantastic game in there. It's it is it's just I've I've never played a game like this. I've never played a game where that sense of satisfaction of winning a battle um, is high. Now I will say it it kind of reminds me of uh, Gears Tactics a little bit, where you're managing a battlefield. But where where Gears Tactics is, uh, I don't know. It's it's like the three year old version of Divinity: Original Sin. I mean, it's 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 might as well be for babies trying to understand <laughs> the the complexity that is Divinity: Original Sin too. But if you're interested, I would love to play it with you. Yeah, because it there is there is. Sure. It's really, really fun. Um, did, did you buy it for Mac? Yeah, I played on Mac. And it ran good on your Mac, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, I think yeah, I okay. have the first one. Okay. I think we bought, yeah. I think we bought like a, like that two-pack, or like it was like yeah. a, like a, oh, what do you call it? I don't know, whatever, like pack. It was a bundle? I, a bundle, yes, yeah, a bundle. It was a bundle yeah. with both games, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you bought it for me for my birthday. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because yeah. that's what, yeah, you were like, man, I really want to play this game. And I was like, fuck it. Let's yeah, play let's this do it. Game. And then we played and three then we, hours of we it, just... and we're like, God, this game is <laughs> fucking stupid. Why are we, I just remember running around that town for literally like our whole playtime that we had. 
like yeah. just trying to find the objective and it was just like man yeah it's uh it's tough but i understand it now i understand what it's asking of you i understand how to approach fights and i feel confident we could we could figure that game out together okay, okay. i don't we, we yeah we definitely we need to do this before the holidays okay all right maybe we'll have to take a day off or something yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just <laughs> because i'm off. telling you We'll play Saturday and Sunday mornings because I I wake up like I still wake up early on the weekends and it's noon and I'm just like, fuck, man, I'm kind of hungry. And like five (laughs) hours have blown by. (laughs) It's just one of those games that you can just sink the time into. But I will say um, there are plenty of runs that will go on where we save scum. Yeah, yeah. we have to. You have to do that in that game because you can have like a bad, and I'll just use this as an analogy, a bad dice roll and it can fuck up the whole fight. Yeah. And, and we still don't have like that many resurrection scrolls. So you we're just trying to be as careful as can be. But just lining, just when the stars align and you have that strategy and it works out, I'm, ah, it's just so satisfying. It's some of the best satisfying gameplay <laughs> I've ever played. <laughs> I cannot talk about it enough. <laughs> We've oh I've spent a lot of time on it. I I even if you're like, let's not play one, let's play two, I'll happily play two. Happily play it. I'd still probably play it by myself. Yeah. It's it's very fun. That's what that's what I've been up to. Man. He's not expecting that. Yeah. I know it's been a it's been a very joyous occasion. <laughs> All right, Rich. So I want to talk about Star Wars for a little bit. Okay. But before we get into that, I took some notes here. I want to play a little game with you. Oh no. So I have uh, ten topics, and I want to know these are these are some upcoming stuff, and I want to know your excitement level. Okay, it's ten very random things. Okay, but I just had this thought before the show, so I started taking notes. So, 10 things that are coming up um, could be, uh, it's it's just random things. And I want to know your excitement level. And I might chime in from time to time. But, um, Rich, they announced the Mass Effect collection. How excited are you for that? Uh, pretty high. One and two are really good. Um, I wish those games were co-op. They're not co-op, though, I don't think. Is the third one co-op? You know, I don't think I so. I don't think I think are. it had its own like special co-op. I, um, I saw I saw I saw this news and that was my first thought is man, that'd be fun to play through with Michael. Yeah. And then I was like, oh wait, those games don't have co-op. No, pretty high. I'd play through those games again. Those games are good. So they're on Game Pass right now, but I think I'm gonna hold off. I, I hope that they do uh, like a super special edition for series X or, you know, PS five or steam or whatever. Um, but yes, my, my excitement is pretty high too. McDonald's meatless hamburgers. What? Like the impossible burger. Yeah. They're doing their own. No, no, that's communism. Nope. Okay. Nope. All right. What about, uh, Oh, me neither. I, f- I feel like they're, their shit's already fucking meatless. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> Um, Apple arm laptops, you know, that's, I have, I saw that news. Um, 
I started to look into it and saw that it was only the 13-inch MacBook Pro. And I have a 15-inch, and I don't think I can go back to a 13-inch. I think my wife's is 17. Yeah, they did make 17s for a while. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm going to wait and see on that. She edits on it, so. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to wait and see on that. I mean, obviously, there's going to be speed improvements. um, Yeah. Performance improvements. But right now, it seems like the big thing is, like, what apps are going to work on it. And what are right? Is there is there concern of like you know Photoshop possibly not running that great on it? I don't know that for a fact, but I feel like that's the first company that Apple would call or like you know in, what include in that. Right you know there. what I mean? Like they've always yeah. worked really tightly with Adobe. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That would be crazy. All right, all right, Wandavision. What is Wandavision? <laughs> next topic that's the um that's the disney plus show that's coming out where it's uh scarlet witch and what's his face vision from you haven't seen you haven't seen yes you haven't seen commercials for this no dude i don't watch tv all right like where Um, am i gonna see commercials for what is it called wandavision wandavision yes it looks like a... Um, oh, God, it's literally because her name's Wanda and his name's Vision. Is that really what we're doing? Are you literally just now figuring this yeah, out? Yeah, I just put Mr. that together. Smart guy? I didn't know this okay. was a thing until 20 seconds, 20 seconds ago, and then I just remembered her. the Scarlet Witch's name is Wanda. That's fucked up. Whoever came up with that needs to be fired. All right. I'm excited. It looks very strange. What's the What's the point of it? So... WandaVision is going to set up a lot of stuff. Um, it's it's you're basically watching this woman go crazy. That's essentially what this show is going to be. So it's it looks like different eras of comedies. So you like if you if you look at any um, trailers for it, it's going to look like an I Love Lucy style show, where Vision is what? dead as shit, but he's alive in this show. Because they're trying to, they are afraid of people being confused about the multiverse. So they're going to drill it in your head, the fact that these dead um, characters can come back to life. And it's setting up Doctor Strange, the next Doctor Strange movie. This is going to lead into that movie. Everything that just came out of your mouth doesn't make any sense to me. What about uh, Bit Punch's November comic pick? Are you excited for that? You sent me the name of it. I've looked, not even looked it up. I think I, I think I might have downloaded it. I have right, no cool. idea what it is. Uh, so this is probably not the best spot to say that, but we're gonna read um, for November. We're gonna read East of West. Um, I'll explain more of that later. Uh, the Monster Hunter movie. Is that the Mila? Is Mila Djokovic in that? Yes. So, I don't know. If that's how you pronounce your last name. It's exactly how you don't pronounce it, but that's okay. Okay. Is it Jokovic? Is the J silent? Maybe. I, I really don't know. You don't actually. even know. You're from Southern Indiana. Let's see what you talk about <laughs> it. Um, let's see. Uh, I, th- I feel like I saw a trailer for that. It looked like butt. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like people right. were mad because it didn't look like Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. Which, shocker. Right. What about the year 2021? Just in general. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. If we're not all dead by then, we'll be uh, pretty lucky at this point. What about Robert Pattinson? R- Robert Pattinson as Batman. You know, I was on board, and then I started seeing stories about like him and the director like arguing and like not getting uh-huh. along. So that's that was kind of threw some uh, water on that fire. What about spending five hundred dollars on a Game Pass machine? A Game Pass machine? Like you're gonna buy a Series X for Games Pass? I'm asking you, dude. Uh, yeah, you might as well. Do Are that. you excited to spend five hundred dollars on a Game Pass machine? Yes, I would do that. All right. And last one, the Saved by the Bell reboot. Oh God, they're gonna do that. Isn't Screech in prison? <laughs> <laughs> I don't that, think they're going to invite him on that set. That guy's in jail, right? Probably. How do they retcon him out of it? Isn't the principal dead? Wait, is uh? Let me we guess. Don't, let hey, me guess. Let me talk, guess. No, 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 no. Don't, don't. We don't talk about him. So. Who the principal? Yeah, he he definitely has been into some trouble. Uh oh. Let, let me yeah. guess. Is uh. Is is it Zach? Yeah, Zach. Zach. Zach is now the principal. Is, is that the whole thing? I think so. Yeah, see this. I, I've never even seen anything about this, and I just guessed this whole premise of the show. It's going to be trash. <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, yeah. You're exactly right. He's going to be the principal. <laughs> How do people That's not come up with something more original than that? I don't know. You've, you, you've um, just came off that at the top of your head, and it was $0. So. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the uh, principal. If you Google him, you start getting to all what kinds of What was his name, Mister Bell? I can't remember Dennis his name. Belding. Belding. There we go. Belding. Yeah, in the show, yeah, Mister Belding. Yeah. Okay. Because well, we got Slater. He was pretty famous. Uh, I can't remember his real name. Um, Mario Lopez. Um, and then Zach. I don't remember his name. He got, he was pretty famous. And then what, what was it? Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Right, she kind of yeah. she kind of made it, and then there was that other tall gal with the curly hair. She kind of fell off the face of the earth. Like, where they pull? What, oh my like, gosh, like, Rich! What rock are they pulling her from? I'm con- I'm totally confusing this principal and the seventh heaven dad, <laughs> who was into some shit. <laughs> I think I think Mr. Belding's fine. Of he course, might he come was. Back. Okay, I have no idea. Okay, okay. I was the biggest fan of Saved by the Bell. Really? Yeah, no, I didn't really care for that show. Eh, it's okay. Yeah. More of a boy, meet, right. boy meets boy meets world kind of kind of guy. No, because see, I didn't have Disney growing up. I didn't. I didn't. Mm. I was not a Disney kid. Mm. I was totally the TBS of watching Home Improvement and yeah that that stuff. The Family Matters. Which I don't understand who the target audience is for Family Matters, because that is such a bizarre show. <laughs> um, yeah, what else did I watch? I didn't watch Cosby. Um, Alf. No, I didn't really watch Alf. The dinosaurs. I did watch that. Of <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah. Uh, Hey, guess the, what? We're old. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can tell. Like, what? What comedies did there's you grow people, up watching? If, if there's anybody listening to this at all, they're going, "What the fuck is Alf?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
He eats cats and lives in the basement. <laughs> so, um, I wanted to talk about the Mandalorian a little bit, and uh, let me let me talk a little bit about my history with Star Wars. This might actually shock you a little bit. Um, I. I think I've watched the movies in the past five years, and that was probably the first time I've ever watched them. That's not completely shocking. The, really? Like those first three movies, well, not the first three, but the first three, uh, the older movies were pretty well before our, like our childhood. Yeah, yeah. And it just never was in my group of friends to really care about Star Wars. I think the most I really cared about Star Wars was that Nintendo 64 game. But yeah, yeah, I think probably video games and then like when when the prequels started coming out is when like my friends were like shit, man, we got to be into Star Wars. Cuz like yes. I mean no movies came out like from the time we were, you know, one until what like in our teens. Yeah. So that's a pretty pretty big Yeah, game. I think I was a senior when episode 3 came out. I believe so. No, you would have been... I was out of high school when episode three came out, for sure. So, hmm. Actually, I don't know how much older you are than me. I was born in so 1986. Pretty, <laughs> okay. So, I may have been a senior then. Okay. okay. Um, hmm. So, my and, and I will say... Okay, so, are you hot or cold on the three new movies? Um, the first, so let's see, it'd be seven, eight, nine, right? Yeah. So seven, seven is okay. Yeah. Eight is just a bad movie. Yeah. And nine is just kind of the same movie as three. So like, I, uh, I agree. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I mean, in, in as many words, I mean, yeah. Okay. So I really enjoyed seven. I thought it was very fun. I didn't have that nostalgia of like returning to these areas. So that, that stuff just kind of like, I I didn't really care for. Um, It didn't hit me as hard as I'm sure it hit a lot of other people. Um, Eight, I thought was really bad. I laughed at scenes that were supposed to be serious and weren't funny, but it was just so bad that, I thought that that movie was just awful. And I was really drunk watching nine that I don't remember much about that movie at all. (laughs) I, we had a vendor, uh, that paid for an open bar and paid for the theater. Uh, so yeah, I don't remember much about that movie. Uh, but what I do remember, I thought that it moved super fast and it was very hard to keep up with. Yes. Yeah. But I liked Rogue One. I thought Rogue One was fun. It was a very contained story. I have not seen Solo. I think The Mandalorian is probably some of the best Star Wars shit I've ever seen. And I still think it's very childish. But not this season. I'm definitely liking this season more. I thought that that first episode was really fun. Uh, I like Timoth- Timothy Oliphant, I think's yeah. his name, as an yep. actor. Yep. That was pretty cool. Um, but I didn't pick up on a lot of like the Easter eggs where it was, you know, the speeder bike from episode one. I just, I don't pick, I don't have that level of knowledge uh, 
that this show is really geared towards. Well, it's geared towards everyone, but they've got so many little hidden Easter eggs that I would have to listen to a show or whatever where, where people are able to talk about that stuff in way greater detail. But just coming in as like a very casual fan, I think the show's really great. My 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 son really likes it. Um, we were we all snuggled up and watched it last night as a big old family. And my my daughter grabbed the switch to play Animal Crossing, and five minutes into it, she set it down and just watched it. Like so, she's she's getting into it too. But again, we're there's not really a whole lot of Star Wars love in this house. We just are really liking this show. Yeah, um, that's great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What are your thoughts? uh, I think it's just a bad show. Okay. Um, Not to be negative, Nancy. No, you're fine. Um, So you you mentioned Rogue One and and Solo. I I liked Rogue One. Um, Solo is a fun movie. Okay. If you just it's it's the Fast and Furious of Star Wars movies. Just turn off your brain, imagine that guy's mm-hmm. Harrison Ford, and everything will be okay. It has Woody Harrelson's in there, Chewbacca's in there, everything's okay, and Khaleesi's in it, so that's great. Sure. So it, it it's not terrible, um, but the Mandalorian, I I just don't understand any of the decision making or the story it's it's just so lazy to me there's not much story i think they, that's my problem so 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 let's 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 talk about let's really get into this here okay so all right. um my favorite thing about star wars is that it's this huge universe right there's all these planets all these cultures all these you know different things that it's kind of explored in books in obviously the movies, TV shows, you know, all sorts of media, you know, and one of my favorite ones is we talked about this on our episode we did about movies and TV shows is the Clone Wars, the animated mm-hmm. Disney series. Um, that show is awesome because it goes, it, it kind of takes place in this one time period. Yeah. It's got Anakin and Obi-Wan and all these kind of known characters, but it introduces a lot of um, other characters like Ahsoka Tano and a lot of the clone troopers, they, you know, have their own personality. Um, and it goes, you know, it, it goes to all these crazy different, uh, you know, planets and, and a lot of stuff happens. And, it, and it's like a, it's set up as more as like a TV series. Like they, in the seasons of that show, there's like 30 episodes. Like a mm-hmm. lot happens in those like 22 minutes and, you know, it'll carry pl- plot lines along from episode to episode. And some of them are self-contained. But it, it, it kind of explores the greater Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. The Mandalorian might as well take place on two planets. There's only eight people that live in this universe in the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. There's the Mandalorian, Baby Yoda, who is basically just a MacGuffin for the whole show. Like, Right. He, he has, he, that's all he is. And then you have the snarky uh, um, port lady, on Tatooine. Yeah, I don't care for which her. is the only other planet besides uh, the planet where all space, the main, whatever, whatever <laughs> the other planet was, the Mandalorians were on. Um, like, like in the first episode of this season, when he goes and he talks to that guy at the fight, the like mobster guy, 
And he's like, I need to find another Mandalorian to go figure out where to take this, you know, little green teddy bear to. And he's like, ah, you know, and after he like interrogates him, he's like, Tatooine. It's like, I just rolled my eyes. It's like, yeah. really? Really? The whole universe. And we're going back to Tatooine again. Like, and, and I got to think, it's like, eh, it's probably because they have the set and they got this all figured out. So they're kind of reusing this stuff. And I'm like, they shoot this on that crazy 3D platform thing. Like, they can do all these crazy different stuff with the way they shoot it. And But Star Wars fans want to be on Tatooine. No, man. You got to let all that stuff go. Like, I would have been the same way until I, like, watched the Clone Wars and, like, you you see all these all this different stuff that like that show explores, and and like that whole episode, that whole first episode, like you and I could have sat down and wrote a better episode. Like it's like the worst version of a western, like ever. Like mm-hmm. the dude comes into the town, and there's the sheriff, and he's got the thing, and he kind of sucks. But wait, he doesn't suck. There's a problem. We got to help him out. We got to kill the big mm-hmm. thing. Nope, we killed the big thing, and nothing happened. Like nothing happened. Right, nothing. Right, nothing is ha- nothing has happened in these. Oh, holy shit! We should probably say we're going to spoil this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So, uh, so, yeah, nothing happens in this show. Yeah, yeah, and and somehow they manage in this show to uh, make Pedro Pascal and Timothy Oliphant bad. I love Timothy Oliphant. That guy's fucking awesome, and mm-hmm. so is Pedro Pascal. I just thought both of those, like his performance, I feel so bad for that, for Pedro Pascal. Because he doesn't get to do any acting. No. Like he just has to talk in the same voice and and just, oh man. The worst part of that first episode for me is they spent basically, what, what, that thing was like 50 minutes long? Yeah. They spent 20 minutes talking about this crate, crate dragon, this big sand tremor creature. And building it up about how it has all this armor on its head, and you can't kill it from the top. You gotta explode it from the bottom and hit its belly, right? So there's literally a part in that episode where they try to blow it up and fail, and it like goes down into the ground and then pops up like at the top of that mountain. And Mando and Timothy Oliphant literally look at each other and they're like, "Okay, let's go take care of this thing." They turn on their jetpacks, fly up to the top of the mountain, and are literally shooting their little pea shooters at its freaking face, which they've already shown does absolutely nothing. Like, it was literally an excuse just to let them do their little jetpacky thing. <laughs> and I'm like, what are what is this show? Like, what are they doing? Like, it's... I don't... I. It's just a bad show. Yeah. Like... And in the second episode, even less happens. Oh yeah. Like okay, now we gotta we gotta escort the frog later around. She's got all these eggs. Yeah, yeah. Yoda likes to eat the eggs. That's that's pretty funny. And then Mando gets which I guess like caused some controversy. The fact that Yoda was eating those eggs. No. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Oh boy, people are taking this way too seriously. Right. Um, man. Man, um, <laughs> I didn't, know, I didn't know that. This this is making it worse. Well, um, don't don't Google that. But, no, yeah. yeah, don't yeah, don't do that. But yeah, and then yeah, 
Yeah, and then so the second episode, you have to bring the same two X-Wing guys back because there's no other two guys that can fly an X-Wing. It's got to be the same guys that have been in every movie, and they're like 60 years old at this point. You got to bring those two guys back because why not? And then the ship literally falls like through a crater in an ice planet and like snaps in half. Like the ship snaps in half. And then somehow I'm supposed to believe that he just kind of welded it together somehow. Like, that yeah. shit was busted. Yeah, definitely the spider tearing that shit apart. And then the the whole hall filled up with spiders. And then he was able to, <laughs> like, where'd they go? Where'd they go? I don't know. But then he's, like, shooting them. Like, he's got all this arsenal, and he's got that crazy big long rifle on his back that probably has a name that everybody's offended about that I just called it a long rifle. Um you know, he's trying to shoot all these spiders, and Baby Yoda, he evidently forgot how to use the Force these first two episodes when they've been in mortal yeah. danger, because he hasn't used it at all. He didn't use it on the dragon that literally ate the Mandalorian, um, and he didn't use it on the big spider. Maybe it's the eggs. Um, got his tum-tum upset. <laughs> yeah. But then the two X-Wing guys show back up and use their AR-15 lasers, uh, uh, guns, and, like, destroy this spider like it was nothing. They somehow shoot the spiders in the ship, too. Yeah. I, I, at first, I thought it was like the X-Wing um, lasers. Like, oh, they got the X-Wings down there, and they're just tearing that thing up. And then, no, they're just literally up there with, like, the most fake-ass-looking AR-15 laser guns. I was just like, oh, boy. And then <laughs> they have that conversation where the Mandalorian's like, hey, maybe you could help me out here, you know? And they're like, hey... Maybe you could fuck off and never come back here again. Turn your fucking <laughs> resonator on or whatever it is. And they just fucking leave him there. Yeah. It's like, oh boy. This this show's bad. I there there are people that I work with that think this show is the greatest thing um that television has ever brought to media. Oh my gosh. And I it's just not it's just not for me. I'm gonna keep watching it. Hopefully it'll get better and they'll like explore more of that universe. Like I would rather, instead of the whole baby Yoda thing, I would rather watch a show about him like being a bounty hunter. Like I thought that first like episode where he was, um, where he was putting the guys like in, what's that stuff called when they, when he like freezes them into the blocks that Han Solo got stuck in. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. It's got, it's got some sort of a name, but I thought that was pretty cool. Like that was a cool premise. Like, Oh, he's going around he's collecting these dudes up and like storing them like playing cards in his ship. Like that's, that's a yeah. cool thing. Right. And and then that all got abandoned for, they forgot about that. Hans Zimmer wanted the baby green teddy bear. Like, yeah, uh, like that I would watch like that. I feel like would be cool to see him to go like all these different planets and like hunt down people and like kind of like the I witcher. Wanna, like, I want to know these, more like, about like an overarching story. And we're not getting that. We're still getting these side quests. And there's not really much that's besides just he's looking for Mandalorians and he needs to figure out what he's, he's going to do. And with that's the other thing I don't understand is last I checked, he's a Mandalorian. What does he need to go to them for? What do they know I that he know. doesn't like the whole like the whole plot line of this of of, of this season? Like him going to find Mandalorians and he can't find them is kind of crazy to me. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and then, the and then of course, definitely... like he finds he finds Timmy Oliphant. Of course, he's wearing Boba Fett's armor. And yeah, and of course, at the end of that episode, the dude who played Jango Fett, you know, the in in the Clone War movie, 
um, is there. And like they didn't say anything about him in the second episode, so I'm assuming that's gonna that's gonna pay off some dividends. Um, but see, to me, that was just a mysterious figure because I don't. Oh, you didn't know? You didn't get that? No, I no, I didn't. I I didn't. I don't. I'm not able to pick up on that stuff because I don't understand that lore. Oh, but it's I'm the same that. actor, dude. That's the same dude that played it in episode two. He played no, Jango that, Fett in episode two. Not until I heard another podcast of them like talking about the show did I then was like, oh, okay, well that's cool. To me, yeah, it was just so like, like yeah, so like all the clone mystery. troopers, all the clone troopers basically look like him. They're clones of him. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they all look the same. They all look just like him. Gotcha. Yeah, and Boba is obviously his son. Jango is the one. Jango Fett is the one that they uh, cloned to make all the cl- all the clone troopers, and Boba is his son. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. So there's actually a really good actually in... there's a really good um, there's a really good couple episodes in clone in the Clone Wars Disney show the animated show about Boba Fett. That's what I was about to to say. They're they're bringing in characters from that show, right? Like um, like I think uh, like isn't it like a uh, man? I'm gonna butcher this. Rosario Dawson is is gonna be playing a character. Yeah, she's gonna like playing some... a Ahsoka, uh, Ahsoka Tano. Okay, she's right. she's um she's Anakin's Padawan. So, but they, I mean, she hasn't been in the show yet. They're at some point they're gonna introduce her, but. It, it's it's that stuff that I'm lost on. I just don't have that lore. Now, um, see, that's that's got me a little excited because that that's that's what I'm looking for. Like these first two episodes just haven't been haven't been for me. I just think they've been bad. But um, yeah, and, and you know, Apollo Creed hasn't been in there. That other gal that was in the last uh, season hasn't been in there at all. Um, mm-hmm. So it's. it's it just seems really disjointed these first couple episodes. Right. Like all he's done is killed a couple monsters that were like not really part of his overarching quest. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's it's move it's not moving the story forward at all. It's just side quests is all it's doing. So so I heard I heard someone say it's like one of the best video game movies of all time or uh shows. Um which I, I, I think I understand that because it just seems like it's a bunch of side quests right now it, it's got a theme to it it's got an overarching but they're just not they're really not doing anything with it right now so I, I, i'll stick with it my son's really into it i think that probably helps you know the fact that like him and my wife are enjoying it so uh and you know something nerdy to watch so no i'm, I'm gl- I like listen people can enjoy whatever they want right but i just wish they would just do more with it like do something cooler with it. I don't know. It, yeah. just, it just feels like they're kind of copping out. Like, oh, we're going back to Tatooine. Oh, well, here's Boba Fett. And oh, well, here's, you know, this person. And oh, yep, he's he's got Anakin's uh, speeder from the first episode. And, right. Yep, it needs like, to figure yeah. out how it can differentiate itself. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And be unique yes. and not just rehashing. You know, it's it's almost like, that's uh, what like the Big Bang Theory does. You know, it just will hammer you up and down with, references and then people laugh at that where it's not really funny it's just just saying game of thrones isn't really that funny like what (laughs) you know you need to be a little more clever than that so all right anything else i don't think so is this a show i think it's a show i think it's a show all right it's gonna have to be 
All right, well, thank you, everyone, for listening, sticking around with us. Um, if you want to send us an email, you can send that to emails at bitpunch.tech. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at bitpunch, and our website is bitpunch.tech. Rich, we have the November comic pick. Um, so one of my favorite uh, series is called Saga. Have you heard of Saga? Negative. Okay. It's, it's very strange. But it's really good. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn uh, is the author of that, and he's got—he's actually written a couple of comics that have been made into TV shows and stuff that they're working on. Um, so if you—I think—I think it was Hulu did the Runaways, so he wrote that comic. Uh, he wrote Why Is the Last Man, and that is being—that was picked up by FX uh, to be a to be a show at some point. I don't know. It's been working on it for like a decade now. I'm super excited about that. But anyway. Nothing to do with uh, the pick, besides the fact that I was looking to see when they're going to pick back up on Saga, because they took some time off just to maybe, you know, take a step back and make sure that they uh, can work on other projects, because they've been working on it for, you know, it's 50 issues, so probably five years straight. I, can, I totally understand why you'd want to take a break from it. So, uh, stumbled on to east of west uh jonathan hickman he's written some dc and some marvel stuff uh but you know it was a uh i think it ran between 2012 and 2016 2017 maybe um but it has like really high ratings so i wanted to throw something out there i almost chose this comic called harleen which is a harley quinn comic but i didn't want to do a batman and then a harley quinn back to back i wanted to kind of go a different route this one seems like it's like a Western, but it's got its own weird shit to it. Um, so that's what we're going to read for November. I have no idea what we're going to read after that. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff out there that I want to check out. At some point, I will make you read Saga. That's going to be a pick. Uh, <laughs> I'll wait until that uh, until they announce like when they're getting closer to pick back up on that because I will want to revisit that. But So yeah, we're going to read East of West. Let me check the calendar real quick. We will probably be discussing that on the, I'll say the 25th. So So I'm looking this thing up now. Is there like a complete series or is it a bunch of different volumes I'm going to have to buy? So no. So yes, it's a huge series, but I, I thought we could approach this with like, Hey, let's just like check out some random stuff. It might not necessarily be one contained story, but we could read it as like, uh, if you're interested in it and you want to continue reading it, then great. And if you want to keep talking about it, then great. I would, you know, if it's good, I would like to do that as well. But there's so many good arcs of that. You know, there's arcs of Batman that might be in the middle of a series, um, that, that is like worth reading or, you know, they may have made it into a graphic novel. Cause I would tell you, you should check out the court of owls. Mm. But that, and, and they've done graphic novels of it, but it's actually the first 12 or 14 issues of the new 52. So it's just like a subsection of that run. You know, the Court of Owls then switches over to the Joker run, and it was terrible. But, um, I've, I've, I, you know, I, I wanted to check this out. So I chose it for our November pick. So I hope it's good. You want to know what's annoying? Nope. On iPhone, you can't buy books on the Kindle app. Well, yeah. They don't want to pay for it. I can open up the Amazon app and buy the books. 
and then sync them to the fucking Kindle app. Yes. It's absolute insanity. I don't understand why they allow stuff like that. Like, I can buy stuff on Amazon all day, and they don't. Like, Apple's not getting their cut, but I can't play Game Pass games. I don't understand what the difference is. Or I can watch Netflix, and I pay for Netflix, but I, they're not getting a cut of that. Yeah, it's crazy. It, it doesn't make sense. All right. So, East of West. We will discuss that on the 25th. Hopefully it's good. Thank you, Rich. Thank you, Michael. All right, and we will be back next week. Thanks, everyone.